What's up guys? My name is Sam Teaglin and I'm a self-taught web developer based out of Nashville, Tennessee. For the past two and a half years now, I've been teaching myself programming and computer science and the point of these videos is to document my thoughts and my journey. This video is about my three tips for anyone looking to become a web developer in 2023 or 2024. The first tip, and probably the most important tip, is to always remain patient. Coding is a long, long game, and it takes a lot of time to get good at. It's almost like learning a new language. For example, if you were dropped in Spain and you're a native English speaker, I'm sure you wouldn't have any clue what anyone in Spain is saying, but after a year or so of being there, I'm sure you'd have a better idea of how the language works. It's the same thing with programming. It takes a lot of time, and you kind of just gotta drop yourself in the middle of it and kind of just stare at the screen long enough to start immersing yourself in the language long enough to understand it. That's very much about what programming is. So while you might be going through a program right now and you're getting a bunch of errors and you're not sure what's going on, or maybe you're going through a program and it's going well, but there's this functionality that you need to implement into it and you're not sure how to do that and you're kind of questioning yourself and your abilities, that's okay because it happens to everyone and that especially happens to me. You just have to look back on the day and realize where you've increased and where you've gotten better at and just look back and be happy with those little wins because the little wins compound exponentially over a year, over two years, over a decade. And that's the journey of a web developer. Also, it's really important to remember to take frequent breaks. When you find yourself getting frustrated with a problem, the worst thing that you can do is continue sitting at your desk trying to throw things at the problem and getting frustrated and not thinking logically about the issue. When you can get up and when you can get out and kind of give yourself a break, it gives you a different frame of mind for when you need to tackle the problem later. Go out with your friends, go, go for a walk, hang out with your family, but the worst thing that you can do is start thinking illogically and it just ends up wasting more time. That's what I do sometimes and I'm often very guilty of it, is I get frustrated and I start you know, finding pointless stuff on the, on the internet that I think might work and I just start plugging into my code and often it ends up making things worse because I'm not really thinking about the logic behind the issue. I'm just trying to find the quick fix and the quick fix often makes things worse. So always remember, remain patient because that's key to being a good developer and actually really being good at anything in life is just being patient because a lot of things take time. Now tip number two might not be very popular, but here's what I think. I think any new programmer, whether you're going into web development, software engineering, whatever it may be, should learn C++ as their first language. Now hear me out. C++ is a fantastic first language for anyone to learn because it's such a low-level language and there's very little abstraction compared to other languages like Python or JavaScript. C++ is known as a low-level language. What this means is computers only understand binary code, which is a series of ones and zeros. You and I can't read binary code, so we use things called programming languages to communicate with the computer. Programming languages use things like compilers or interpreters to interpret or turn the code that you write in C++, JavaScript, or Python into binary code. C++ is a very low-level programming language because it is closer to binary code than other programming languages like JavaScript or Python. Python and JavaScript would be known as higher-level languages for these reasons. And so because C++ is so low-level, it forces you to deal with a lot of things, a lot of programming functionalities and foundational concepts that JavaScript and Python kind of deal with on their own. And so 
when you learn C++, while it's difficult, you'll be first forced to learn about things like pointers. How is memory created and allocated in, in the computer? What does the computer do with memory? What is the compiler? What does the compiler do? These are really important concepts that I think every single programmer should learn. And I think these concepts, while they're taught a little bit in Python and JavaScript, they're not necessarily as focused on as heavily as C++ because if you don't practice the right way with C++ and you don't allocate memory and manage memory in the right way with C++, you can really end up uh, causing some issues in your code and you really don't want to, want to do that. So I think it's really important that people learn how to, how to use C++ because it teaches a lot of really good programming habits later on and it gives you a really good foundation. And I know it might not be the most popular opinion among web developers, but I think C++ is a great language to learn, even though I don't really actually use it on a daily basis. Nowadays, I really use JavaScript, but C++ was the first language that I learned. And when I started to learn JavaScript, I was really glad that I learned C++ because it gave me a foundation that was really strong for going on to learn other languages. Quick, quick uh, flashback to when I first started to learn C++. I actually took two college courses. Those were the only college courses that I ever took in college. And those two courses were object-oriented programming in C++. The first time I took that course, I failed it. So I took it the second time. And so I got really comfortable with C++ and kind of the foundational aspects of it. Yes, I didn't go very far uh, in my computer science degree. I ended up becoming a business major. But those taking that course twice gave me a strong foundation. And I would hands down do it over and over again, even though I failed the first time because failing teaches you a lot more than success in a lot of ways. So that's why I would recommend learning C++ as your first language if you're not sure. JavaScript is of course a strong option, so is Python. You can't really go wrong, but I recommend C++ for those reasons. Now, the last and final tip, tip number three, is that you don't really need a boot camp or a college degree to be a good programmer. There's this common misconception among programmers that they need to go take this boot camp or they need to get the CS degree, computer science degree, in order to be a good programmer. And that's just simply not the case. Yes, a college course or a boot camp is gonna be valuable and you might learn a good amount from those things. But you can also become an excellent programmer on your own with the free, free resources that you can find anywhere on the internet. Things like YouTube, things like Google. Utilizing those resources has been so important in my development. And yes, I think College courses and boot camps are valuable to those that can utilize them, but don't think that you aren't a good developer if you don't have the financial means to go to college or boot camps just aren't your thing. I've tried plenty of boot camps, you name it. Code Academy, uh, Free Code Camp, I've used all of them. And I've tried to use them for a little bit, but I haven't really stuck with them because I've just felt too restricted by them. I felt like I've always wanted to kind of go off and do my own thing, work on my own projects and learn at my own pace rather than a, a boot camp, and I've never felt like they've been the most effective way for me to learn. So if you, you agree and you kind of align with the way I learn, that's totally fine. You don't have to do a, a boot camp to be a good programmer. You don't need the certification that comes with them, and you don't need a college degree. And so I just want to make sure everyone, everyone is aware of that starting out. You can become a very good developer on your own. Next thing is, where do you start then if you don't get a college degree or if you don't start with a boot camp? Part of the frustration for me was, I felt like once I got into the boot camp, I was kind of stuck in that web, web browser because they kind of get you stuck there and they don't have you move on to programming on your own. You're kind of handicapped by that boot camp. Now, yes, it is valuable, 
but I just didn't want to be boot, uh, handicapped by the boot camp in the way that they kind of try and keep you on the browser. When a lot of programming is done not in the browser, it's done in an application like VS Code. And so that's what I would recommend. Go look up VS Code, download it to your computer. VS Code is a text editor and it's going to allow you to edit code in whatever language that you're learning. There's also other text editors that you can download like Atom that are also good and I'll have them listed in the description in case VS Code doesn't suit your fancy for whatever reason. Some people have their preferences. VS Code is fantastic. It's the most popular text editor in the world so most likely that will suit your fancy but if it doesn't I'll have more down in the description for you to check out. Once you download your text editor and once you get, get, get that all set up and once you start to get familiar with that, you should really start to learn about the terminal or the command line depending on the operating system you're using. If you're on Macs, Mac, Macintosh or Linux, you're probably going to be using a terminal. And if you're on, um, if you're on Microsoft Windows, you're going to be using uh, a thing called command line. And basically all that does is that helps you uh, navigate through your computer. And, and perform certain functions inside of your computer and on your operating system that are really powerful. So it's really important that you learn how to use the command line or terminal to a certain extent. The other thing that's really important for you to learn is GitHub. Now GitHub is the largest repository in the world. It has, I think, something over like, like six billion repositories of code, which is crazy. And basically, GitHub allows you to push your code to your account. It's almost like a Facebook for code. And so recruiters, um, co jobs, colleges can all look at these, your, your code repositories and see what you've been working on and see your progress. And so it's really good for employers if, they're, if you're looking to get a job in programming to see that you've been working on projects. And this is my, my last tip is not to follow tutorials and just push it to your GitHub and follow just tutorials for verbatim when you don't understand what's going on. I remember a little while ago, uh, over a year ago, I was just learning JavaScript and I saw a video on YouTube to make an Amazon clone. And so I made this Amazon clone, copied the entire tutorial verbatim and then pushed it to my GitHub, but I didn't know the first thing to how the actual Amazon website worked. And so it's really important that you don't just follow these tutorials word for word and verbatim and you actually are creative and do things on your own and actually push the bounds of your own mem uh, of your own knowledge because so many people just follow these these tutorials and they don't actually know what what's going on in the tutorials you can watch someone program for hours and you can kind of know what's going on but it's totally another thing to sit in front of a computer and program on your own and actually implement the logic and build out the website on your own so i would highly recommend that you find projects that are unique to yourself that actually benefit benefits you in some way Work on a personal website, work on a portfolio website that's, that's showing off some of the things that you've been working on. These are the things that you can work on that will really build out your foundation and make you a strong web developer or programmer in general. So that's what I would recommend for the third tip. Those are my final tips for today. Thanks for watching to the end of the video. If you guys like this video, please feel free, or if you have any questions, please feel free to ask them in the comments. If they're coding related questions, I can't guarantee I'm gonna be able to answer all of them. I'm not a coding expert. I've just been learning for two years and this is my journey. And so I'd love to help you guys with any of the coding problems that you're facing. Or if you just have any questions or comments in general, please feel free to leave them down below. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Thanks so much.